Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today. We thank God for his goodness and his tender mercies that has kept us from the beginning of January till now. God has been so merciful unto us and for that we give him praise. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi, bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Sila titled, You Are My Hiding Place. God bless you. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. We will trust in the Lord. Indeed, we will trust in the Lord with all our hearts. We shall not lean onto our own understanding in all our ways. We shall acknowledge him and walk in his paths and it shall be well with us. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. It's so important that we trust God. If you believe that you are walking with God, if you have believed in Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, if you believe that God is God and you can't walk with him in trust, then the walk is not complete. I would say, how can two walk together except they be agreed? There must be that agreement of your spirit with the spirit of God that trusts him, that brings you to a place of absolute and complete trust. And it is in your trust in God that you will have overcoming life. It is in your trust in God that you will receive from God. And that is why we bring to you this morning 
this word, this word that the Lord has given me to bring to you. And I say we because it's God's word through me. So between God and I, <laughs> hallelujah, I bring you this good word to not believe Satan's lie. Do not believe Satan's lies. Whatever you do, do not believe Satan's lies because Satan is a liar. His lies will rob you of your peace, will rob you of your joy, will rob you of the fulfillment of your destiny, will rob you of friends and family, will rob you of every good thing that God has given you. So do not believe Satan's lies. Eve, the mother of all creation, I would say, after God created Adam, he also brought Eve out of the rib of his side. And she and Adam were blessed by God, being given everything that they needed for life, a beautiful environment and the power to prosper, to do well. That is a blessing of God. But in Genesis chapter 3, the Bible tells us, and I want to read to you the account of the temptation that brought the fall of man. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Yea, has God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You shall surely not die. You won't die, for God knows that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons with them. This is the account of the fall of man, when man disobeyed God, man rebelled against God and lost his estate, the place, the spiritual position that God had placed him in, in dominion over all things. And it was because of the deception of Satan, the serpent, the liar, the murderer, the killer, the adversary. He deceived Eve and Eve also gave to her husband. Eve distrusted God's word because the devil sold lies to her. He told her lies. And it's amazing when you look through the scripture that the devil said things to her which were so blatantly lies because he said to her that the day you eat of it, you say that you shall not surely die, but you'll be wise, you'll be like God. That's what he said to them, you'll be like God. But God had already made them in his image and his likeness. And so what was the point? But that is how deceptive the words, the words of Satan can be. Sometimes he will be telling you such obvious lies, but because he's an expert at it, a master at it, you'll be deceived. Satan is a liar and a master at deception. Adam and Eve were in a perfect idyllic situation and environment and life. But with one visit, just one visit, <laughs> he turned their world upside down, stripped them of their glory, took away their authority and dominion and left them naked. 
Beloved, this has been the devil's work ever since then. And that is why Jesus says in John 10, 10, that the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I'm come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Satan's lies, beloved, brings in the spirit of deception, puts doubt and unbelief in our hearts. That's what he did to Eve. He put doubt and unbelief in her heart about what God has said. He made her doubt the word of God. And so, beloved, in your doubts, never doubt God. You can doubt your doubts, but do not doubt God. Amen. But listen to this. Satan cast doubt in his mind about the integrity of God's word, making it difficult to believe or to obey and receive from God. Amen. Then he deceived her about God's intention for her. So putting within her heart you know, the, the inability to trust God totally. His whole purpose is to bring us into situations of barrenness and lack of fulfillment. He wants to bring you to a place of fear and the place of discouragement. Satan's lies come in different forms, in different shapes, and different sizes. You know, attacks, delays, frustrations, impediments, all manner of things that he does to put, you know, through his deception and his lies. And such was the case of a man that the book of Acts talks about. Acts chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, and I read, And Peter and John went up together to the temple in the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried there, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered the temple. That means he was put there to beg every day. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them. He wanted money. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by his right hand, and he lifted him up, he jacked him up. And immediately, the Bible says, his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. This man was born lame, not able to walk, and has spent his whole life begging, probably maybe abandoned by family. But one day his story changed. I was a Peter and John were going to pray, and he asked them for money. But instead of money, which, have, which would have been a temporary fix, Peter gave him life, a permanent solution. Sometimes in life, we, we start trying to grab at fast temporary fixes. And that's also the works of the enemy, the deception. We look for short-term gratifications, which don't last, but rather leave a bitter taste in our mouth. Try this, try that, but we don't end up finding a solution. But these are the workings of the enemy. Instead of keeping his mind on the main thing that he needed, that was his healing, he was rather asking for alms. The devil deceived him that begging was his solution. But begging wasn't his solution. His ultimate solution was to find healing. But on that day, by the mercies of God who loves and cares for us, he received a restoration. A refresh button was pushed for him and his limbs were restored. Hallelujah. He was free of his infirmity. 
He was free of the lameness. He could live again. Beloved, I speak into your life this morning that if you stop believing the lies of the enemy and trust God, I tell you that a refreshed battle will also be pushed for you and you will receive total restoration of your life, of your peace, of your purpose and every good thing. Amen. This man's destiny changed. People were shocked. And this is what Peter had to say to them. He said to them, why are you looking at us, you men of Israel? Why are you looking at us as though by our own power we had made this man to walk? He said to them, it is his name. And through faith in his name, it is in the name of Jesus. And through faith in his name that has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in your presence. Hallelujah. He said, it is faith in Jesus and in his name that had made this man whole. It was through repentance. He said, therefore, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. What he was saying to them that was through the repentance and change of heart and mind, the power of God came to renew and to refresh and to bring back to life that which seemed to be dead. Beloved, that is what happens when we also repent and we are converted. God has reset our lives so that our lives will be good, our lives will be better. And a time or times of refreshing comes upon us. And times of refreshing are times where we receive transformation from the power of God. This lame man received a transformational encounter which changed his story. And I declare unto you that you also, having received Christ, have received the power of transformation. And if you continue in faith in Christ, and in the power of his name, beloved, you will also be made whole of whatever has gone wrong in your life. Because sometimes some people are sick in their bodies. Some people are sick in their souls. Some people also have situations in life that are not going well. There are sick situations. But when times of refreshing comes from the throne of God, everything returns to its proper order. Beloved, and we receive a blessing from God. That brings us to a place of satisfaction. The time of refreshing in our life is a time of healing, receiving new strength in our body, in our soul, and, and, tack, and to tackle issues that we don't have or we didn't have the strength to tackle before. Amen. And so our faith in God, as opposed our faith in the words of the enemy, the, the destructive, deceptive words or actions of the enemy, beloved, will bring us to the place of restoration, of transformation, hallelujah, where our whole lives are turned back to the first order that God has ordained for our lives. Praise the Lord. In a time when we put our faith in God and our trust in God, God is able to turn life around for us like as he did for Hagar, that he gave to Hagar a new life. Is of running from what she feared. She, he told her to go back home from, to, to Sarah, her mistress, who was maltreating her because he had a plan for her. Beloved, God has a plan for our lives. And that plan is a perfect plan. That plan is a good plan. But the only challenge we have is if we will put our trust in God, 
in order to receive of the fullness of all that God has for us. Amen. In our trust in God, beloved, we'll come to a spiritual awakening. Amen. We'll come out from spiritual slumber. We'll come out from dryness of the spirit and we'll receive a renewed mind. And our relationship with God as we trust in him will be stronger and stronger and get stronger. Amen. Every one of us needs one area or the other in our lives to be restored like this lame man. Every one of us needs one area or the other to be healed, to be made whole. Amen. Because Satan has lied. Satan has put in, in infirmities. Satan has put impediments. Satan has tried to you know, disrupt and distort what God has for us. But this morning, I bring you this word, that your key is to not believe Satan's lies. It is Satan's lies that will put you in a place of destruction, in a place of torment, in the place of lack, in the place of insufficiency, in the place of inability. But once you disbelieve the lies of Satan and begin to believe the truth of God's word, your life will come to a restoration. Your life will come to a refreshing. Your life will come to a place of abundance, amen, of God's favor. And you will see the fulfillment of that destiny that God had mapped out for you. God had mapped out a great destiny for Adam and Eve. He had blessed them, put them in charge, put them in dominion, put all things under their feet. But with one visit from Satan, their whole world, as I said before, was turned upside down. But not so you. And if today it seems like something is not going right, your life has already been turned upside down. The simple solution is to do that roundabout turn, which we call repentance. That you repent from everything that you have done or you have allowed Satan to do in your life. Repent from unbelief. Repent from you know, distrust. Repent from your doubt and turn around to God. He said, Lord, I choose to trust you. Because when you distrust God, then you make him a liar. But when you trust God, then you please him. And when you please him, all things do indeed work together for your good. Hallelujah. When you distrust God, you call him a liar. And that's why the writer of Hebrews says that he that comes to God must believe that God is. And that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. Enoch, Bible says, did not die. The natural order of every man is to die. Anyone born of flesh will die. But he didn't die the natural order. Bible says he was translated by God straight to heaven. Why? Because before he was translated, word of God said he had this testimony that he pleased God. He pleased God. That means he had trust in God. He believed God. And he walked in faith with God. And so he was translated. Beloved, this morning, turn away from the lies of the enemy. Turn away from his deception. Turn away from the lies he's telling you. Sometimes he can tell you all kinds of things. Nobody loves you. You, you, you are not loved. He can tell you you are useless. He can tell you you're going to die. He can tell you that this and that. So many lies, so many deceptions. And as I said, they come in different forms. They can come in voices. They can come in situations. They can come through other people. But, beloved, the truth of the word of God will always stand the test of time and the test of every situation. Trust God. 
believe God and believe his word. Peter said it is his name and through belief in his name, through faith in his name, that has made this man whole as you see him today. I pray for you that may you come to total faith in God and his God, God's word. May you come to rely totally on the word of God instead of your fears, instead of the word of the enemy, instead of the speaking of your flesh or the speaking of even your bank account or your doctor's reports. They are all good. Doctors are good, amazing people, but they working by facts what they see. But faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I has also not seen the things that God has planned for you. But God reveals them to us by his spirit and by his word. Hallelujah. And so in the time when your body is telling you you're going to die, God's word says to you that you will not die, but you will live to declare his glory because he will heal you of all your infirmities and he will make you whole. This morning, trust in the Lord and trust in his word. Do not take the lies of Satan. Do not take the lies of Satan and be delivered in your soul, be delivered in your mind, and may your life, beloved, I pray, receive that refreshing, that restoration, and that transformation that comes from the Spirit of God. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. This morning, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the time. Pray after me. You see, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, you are giving new life and the hold of sin that came because of the sin and the rebellion of Adam and Eve is broken off your life and you come into newness of life. That is where truly the restoration, the transformation happens. Pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins coming to my life. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you just pray this prayer, you are saved. Amen. You are born again of faith. Amen. And your life, beloved, is on the right track, on the road to abundance of God's goodness and favor and eternal life. God bless you. And remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. Have a great and wonderful week. Amen. And talk to you tomorrow. God bless you.